Welcome to Just Winging It Back in our local studio headquarters. It's like, uh, well, we, we have 45,000 floors now. Yes. Uh, we're still recording on the first floor. Uh, we don't know what's up there, but... Uh, no, just lots of storage. It's just lots and lots. I mean, I'm running out of things to put, honestly. Vertical farming. We're Vertical really placing farming. our bets there. So we're not yes. going to ask you guys for money. We're just going to instead, you know, uh, just use this massive building to sell. We're going to become farmers. We're going to be <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the farm. This is Farmcast, <laughs> which by, is appropriate for our to conversation today, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, this conversation has been a long time coming, and by a long time coming, I mean since the train ride this morning when we came in and discussed <laughs> what we were going to talk about today. And before that, it was a couple days ago when we actually recorded our last episode. That's true. Remotely. Yeah, this is this might be the closest or one of the closest, freshest. This is the fre- this Well, we should of, just the whole episode. We got to use food terminology. Yes. For everything. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's the, the freshest idea. episode. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, that good. didn't even make sense, but no, we're going to talk about it food today. Okay, that's sounded- this. Good. They already have a title to look at, so they already know that. We're not spoiling anything. That's true. But before we get to that, I mm-hmm. want to talk about two things. I want to talk two about things. Father's Day. All right. And I want to talk about uh, Jude having finished his school year. All right. So let me, let me start add off with that. a dash of strep into that? And into then the a da- I, always, I always assume you're going to add a dash of strep. <laughs> Wait, do you actually, did you have strep? No, but Luke does right now, the poor oh guy. Oh, my God. I think it's his first strep kit. Yeah, I mean, it is, definitely, because babies usually don't get it. And, uh, you know, now he's like 20 months or something like that, so... Uh, he, yeah, he just went to the doctor this morning and, and has strep. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, and yeah, and, and, you know, it's fine. I mean, whatever. He's going to get the antibiotic and be fine, hopefully even by tomorrow, maybe. Is there something like in your house that's doing this, do you think? <laughs> well, in this case, I wasn't totally shocked because it's been going around in daycare and the uh, other okay. kids all had it first. So like, the beans. You know, not me. Um, yeah, it was in the beans. Yeah. But this morning, you know, I've been loving uh, Grace and Luke, just how much they, they uh, even, you know, whether it's that they get mad at each other or they show affection, it's just so mm-hmm. adorable to see how much they interact. Yeah. And like Luke now will get mad at her and be like, stop, Grace, you know? But it's more like, Grace, I can't even do it. It's Grace, like, ceaseth. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Um, and He's British. for some reason, he uses a British accent. Yeah. yeah. So, which I love. But anyway, but this morning, uh, he woke up after Grace and she was already in our bed a little bit for a little bit and we brought Luke into our bed and the first thing Grace did is just give him a big wet kiss right in the lips. Oh. Um, which was adorable but I'm now but expecting Terrifying, that I can, yeah. You know, you just see the little strep particles being like, <laughs> you know, jumping into Grace's She's gonna have mouth. 145 degree fever. Um, yeah, because that's how Grace rolls. Does she have, is there is there a record for her fever so far? Like, are you charting it? I mean, I, I think I told you about the time when the, the temporal lobe thermometer just said high. It just said high. <laughs> yeah, right. It just exploded. And we just like immediately went to the ER. Uh, not not that ER, registered, but we doctor. In terms of registered amount, uh-huh. what is the highest on that? On that one, I've seen it go up to 107. That is so high. Now, but but I think if I had taken it rectally, which I didn't do, right. I'm sure it would Thank have God. been lower. Because those things, what, what I've found is that when the, when the fever is climbing, that's when it's like all over the map. Those mm-hmm. things can't get a good read. You know what I mean? They just yeah. see that it's like mounting. And uh, so I, I feel like it probably would have been, you know, more like 105 or 6. So you think the 107 might have been a little bit exaggerated by yeah. the functionality. So now I have a question. You're talking about the forehead thermometer, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, I think those are great. Oh, I, man. I totally, Aren't I mean, they a game changer? Oh, yeah. The huge, the, huge it game does changer. mean we're constantly taking it, which is, you know, maybe a problem. It's I don't kind know. of fun. It is. Exactly. I do There's... it to myself. I'm always like, I wonder if I'm like running a fever. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And it's always like 94. Because the I'm threshold like, the now fuck? is so low that you're like, why not just take it? Which yeah. is what I did to Luke last night because I was like, he feels a little warm to me, but he's acting pretty fine. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And of course, the little shit has a fever. So yep. that's what triggered me to he keep was him streppy. Out today. A little streppy. Uh, 
so you know i i actually it's funny you say this because on friday what, what i was thinking before we started recording i was like you know we're gonna have to explain to people that we're recording remotely because our schedules got all messed up this week because you were in dc yeah and then oh, you were sick me, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> and then I was, so I was gonna say like you had strep as a joke yeah because like the joke is that you guys always have strep yeah but you might have actually had strep and then i was like i don't want to say that because it might be a sore subject because they've had so much strep sore, in their household sore well throat subject, a sore yeah. throat subject yep Cutting edge, and there then it here is. you are again. Here I am, John Abdullah, which I didn't. I don't think I said that earlier. Yeah, John the Strep yeah. Abdullah. John, and I'm I'm Patrick Green Abdullah. So go ahead with your two stories or points or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I well, I just got back from floor three hundred forty-two thousand. Uh, we've been building since we started the episode. I got some notes on what I'm going to talk mm, about. I'm yeah, really excited yeah. about it. There's nobody up there, but there's paper. I don't know how it got up there. <laughs> um. So yeah. So f- last Thursday we had Jude's end of year celebration at his school, and it was uh, awesome. Yeah. I got to go. Yeah. So, so you know, Mike and I had a conversation about which we're, you know, which of us were going to go to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was during work, right? It was during work Naturally. and during school. And so they I decided. They don't do these you know, at like nighttime parties. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice, though? It would be. Everybody comes back like shit face at eleven o'clock, uh-huh. and this has like a crazy bender, and the kids are asleep on the floor. Kids are all doing Jello shots. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. for a kindergarten class. No, it was it was great. It was it was funny because you know, uh, the thing you notice when you go to a, like a kindergarten classroom is. I mean, especially the toilets, for one thing, as we've already discussed. But everything is scaled for kids, right? <laughs> so it was like a room full of parents uh, in this class. And we were all, like, sitting there, like, you know, with our, like, knees up to our chests, yeah. like, hunched over. Yeah. And um, I was so proud of Jude. What I did really, he do? What, what, what did they have for show? Well, so he was... So they, they first... They start off by, like, singing a song, mm-hmm. you know, as they do. And he was just, like, so clearly, like, a good singer. Because oh. we sing at home all the time. And he has us as parents. And we just always sing to him. And, like... Was there really a spotlight, like they turned off all the house lights, yeah. <laughs> spotlight on him. He's like, I have my dude. Yeah, you know? and everybody else is just in the back, you know, because they know, like, it's Jude's moment. Yeah, and he's just saying, we are the champions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was like, you know, like, there's like a, like little kids sing like little kids, and it's Ugh. incredibly adorable. Little kids, even actually, even now I find with even like as old as high school kids, I get so emotional, like seeing the marching bands and stuff. Yeah. Because there's just something so wonderful and pure and like... That phase of your life when music and discovering music and being able to play it, mm. you know, things, all things that I know nothing about, by the way, because I, pl- I never played an instrument. No, no. And so maybe that's where some of my emotion is coming from. I was from. first chair saxophone. Of course you were. Um, I was fucking And that's when you weren't uh, singing libretto or whatever. I'm just making up. No, I, was, I, was the, I was the first person in the history of my high school who was allowed to participate <laughs> in choir and band at the same time. Literally the first person and also the first person who was allowed to take Spanish and Latin at the same time. Were there, was there ever a time where I was had, terrible in all of these things. You had the sax strapped to your, your, uh, your neck. My ass. And it allowed you to be able to sing a solo while also then switching off and playing sax. <laughs> yeah, I would just twirl it like ZZ Top. <laughs> Uh, no, that, that that was, no, it did not. But oh. that's such a clear indicator for like where things would go in my life. Like I was, I was just doing too much shit, you know. Yeah, that's true. And I would have been better had I had I just focused on one of these things. I would have been much better what do you mean at that better, one thing. Though? Were you not good? No, are but you I mean, not like, good, I Patrick Green? No, I mean, well, I, well music was different because that's that's a different thing for me. But in terms of like languages, for example, like yeah. I was a, I was a I was a pretty decent Spanish student. I was like a really good Latin student. Uh-huh. Like I was very I was very into that. But I would have been That's like great. At, yeah, I was, I was very into it. My name was Apollo, <laughs> and I won the state declensions championship. Um, I could just see you going down every rabbit hole, wearing a tunic. Yeah, I actually literally did wear a tunic for that um, ceremony. Yeah, well, uh, and it was just I just destroyed the competition. It was a great moment for me as a child. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, no, but but it's just it's it's funny. Like, there's always this conversation about like, do you focus on one thing and do it really well, or do you do a lot of things like sort of well? And I'm just always somebody who does a lot of things sort of well. Sometimes getting really good at yeah, one particular thing, sure. but in general, I'm I'm okay kind of jumping around. Anyway, all this Being is to mediocre. say, <laughs> yes, all this is to say that Jude um, doesn't sing like a little kid anymore. Yeah, and I really noticed it because you know everybody else was like, when you and he was like, like singing with vibrato. What it was song crazy. is that? What is it that they did? Uh, it was not that they, okay. they sang. They sang. You know, like they they matched like folk like tunes with yeah. whatever words. It was it was like Frere Jacques, but about graduating. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was adorable. Oh, I'm glad you were listening. Actually. Yeah, I was. I was Probably not paying attention. Had your shitty parent phone out. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I was. I was ordering salads again uh-huh, at the yeah, playground. Yeah. But they, uh, you know, he just like sang his heart out, and he was like the first one to participate in it, and. Uh, and then um, he just looked looked really proud, and he was sitting right there in the front with his friends, and his friends were like really accepting him, and and he was like laughing really hard mm. with them, and I could tell that he was really uh, he was really proud. And then um, so that was amazing. And then we had the uh, punch and lunch, the punch, the punch and, and lunch. lunch, or the punch and it's lunch. actually an mm. okay. So punch and lunch because that's that's you know it has to be distinguished. Yeah, yeah. Really uh, we, we had lunch after we punched, and it actually wasn't really lunch; it was more of a brunch. Okay. But his karate class had like a Father's Day karate special, oh. so I got to go on the mat with him. And no, uh, I understand what the lunch and punch is. I was still on the graduate. I was still, you know, with the school stuff, and I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah, to what's, be fair, I didn't punch? give you anything to go. Is off it like of. a Hawaiian punch? You know, that kind it of thing. Been. That's where I mean, yeah, that would. You're all about the puns today. What are you? What's up with you? I mean, I don't. That's just what I was hearing. I was trying to put together the idea that a school would have a lunch and punch. Yeah, because it would make more sense for it to be Hawaiian punch at a at a school thing as opposed to like just now now we punch or each other they at take kindergarten. The bully named Billy, <laughs> Billy and it's Billy the, the one bully. time a year where they put they put Billy they wrap <laughs> they blindfold him and he is a pinata for all the kids to <laughs> beat <laughs> to punch with golf clubs uh, yeah, after, as they eat lunch. You know, so take a bite of your sandwich and then punch Billy. That's how they do things, and in that's mass, how huh? they take care of bill- yeah. <laughs> bullies at your school. <laughs> that I wonder if that'd be effective. That would be there terrible. Be that would be, definitely be more lawsuits. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you'd have to sign the waiver before you get to the school. You right. Know? So right, you know right. as a parent, and all the parents are like, oh, my kid's not going to be the bully, so I'd support it. Well, when you show up and your child is oh, the man, one that swinging would be from mortifying. the rafters. But you know what? I'd be like, well, you know, he's not going to be a bully anymore. He's got to learn his lesson. Yeah. I raised him right. <laughs> um, but the karate thing, it's funny because at, at Jude's uh, like end of year celebration, he was not embarrassed at all by me being there. He didn't say anything. He was oh, just really good. excited. For as karate, he beginning. was like, oh, he was okay, like Dad, please, like, don't do anything weird. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you talking about?" He's like, "Just don't like, don't be loud when you say things, and like, don't say, don't like, say weird fake words." Because I always like tease him. I'm like, "I love when you go." Yeah. He's like, "Dad, you've talked don't about this. On do the that." Show. Yes, of course we've had some people yeah. complain about that. Yeah, actually. we've had many right from floor three thousand forty-two. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he was like clearly just like embarrassed by me the entire time, and also because like all the other dads were sort of like going kind of going through the motions, like you know when mm. when it was time to get in a horse stance, they all kind of just like bent over, and then like when it was time to like oh so kick. interactive with the kids, oh yeah, I we mean, were with taking the a class with them, oh yeah, oh okay, but of course I was like you know like. 100% doing karate class you know and the, the instructors asshole, were like right? wow all he's other, like really into it yeah, and I'm all like, the other yeah dads. fucking right I am all I pay for this shit <laughs> all the other dads are like crying because I'm this. so much better than them at it they're yeah, all or like, they're hey. like look at this fucking idiot yeah, who's no, like that's making us do more work now because <laughs> our kids can complain about it later like oh did you see Patrick <laughs> yeah right well his dad got into it no yeah. they were all horrified because I'm actually terrible at it but yeah. I have so much enthusiasm I'm sure you did. Did it you break fun. anything? Uh, no, I did not. Wow, all and, right. And Jude and I kept practicing afterwards. He showed me the blocks, mm-hmm. which were up, uh, up, in, out, touch, down, back, punch down. 
We practiced those quite wow. a bit. Wow. I learned I can see that you practiced. Yeah. It's an amazing form, isn't it? S- has he reached the level yet where he can, has he's hurt you at all? No, but he has force, though. Right. Because I imagine like that's, like that's going to be a big deal when our kids like punch us in the stomach and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the rite of passage, right? It's like, well, Every kid turns 12 I, you and they know, just I feel like for sons and dads, isn't that a thing? Like, yo, yo, I'll go like get wrestling? to that point. When uh, hopefully just... there's no punching. I'm, like, I feel like that's... It's true, but I mean, you know, an accidental slips over or whatever, slip, uh, punch slips in and... Just like, just random chaos, yeah. Yeah. Hawaiian punch, I'm still talking <laughs> <about>. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about the Hawaiian, <laughs> which is also a gut punch. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Go? I mean, yeah. I'm fine now. I, You know, I last week I was sick, which maybe I mentioned when we recorded. I don't remember. No, you didn't, but, but um, we, we, I was, I'm surprised that we didn't. John was sick last week with what may or may not have been strep. I want to go back in time and say that. But, I'm, but I made it through. I survived. And then I thought I was all good, and I was all good. But then I woke up Saturday. I haven't had one of these in a while, but a migraine that was so bad that it it uh well for folks who've had migraines you might be able to relate um Brain i don't tumor. know you specifically the yeah tumor. but it was so bad that i was like puking yeah. um and uh that's when i know it's like all right i got to take this one seriously <laughs> so i just had to like lock myself in a room and you know take some uh, I mean, thankfully, again, I'm I'm not at the point where I need like or uh, prescription medicine for it because it's so rare. So I can. How still... often do you get them? Um, I feel like I get one that could turn into a migraine maybe like once a month. Um, and if I take an aspirin a and a Tylenol, then I'm good. At the I same can time, nip it in the bud. Yeah, that's like the latest thing I do, which maybe sounds worrisome, but it's all it is is uh, Excedrin without the caffeine because I usually have a coffee okay. in the morning anyway. Um, and there's, I've read some studies that that, that combination in particular is really effective. So Tylenol plus aspirin. Yeah. One, just one pill of each. Um, and Weird. that for me right now works best, but it always, I feel like I always have to change it up. Cause if I get too, you know, um, if I, if I build a tolerance for one or something like oh, that, yeah. it doesn't work as well. Oh yeah. So, uh, so I, so that usually takes care of it, but this one I kind of knew even just as I was like, you know, in that morning phase where it's a weekend and you're still trying to stay in bed, but you're awake. And I could feel it coming on then, but I'm like, I'm just going to try to stay in bed, and, and that didn't work. So by the time I got up, it was like, all right, this is going to be bad. Full-fledged. Yeah, but, you know, I did it. I uh, I rested. I uh, Did you barf, or did you just almost barf? No, I did barf. You did it. You and actually it was, vomited. And this, you know the annoying thing when you, you take a medication, and then you barf, and you're like, shit, did that yeah, actually I do know. anything? Yeah, I, I think that I'm, I'm yeah. almost like, did I like digest that yet? And it, it doesn't actually. You always take medicine when you're sick, right? Right. But when you're sick, you're also f- shitting your and brains this happens out with and the barfing. Kids too, and I've looked it up before because it, there is like it actually doesn't take a lot of time for it to absorb. Right. And I think from what I remember reading back, I think it was with Grace because you know she was puking or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it 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 like if you give it, I couldn't remember how much time it was, but there's a certain amount of time where it's like at least partially absorbed, so you're probably okay. Okay. Um, and then there's the fully absorbed. But the thing is, if if you're not if you're in that weird in-between space, it's almost the worst to be because then you can't necessarily give them something else or take something else Because you do not yourself. want to overdose that. Right. But you also probably aren't going to get much benefit from it. So that yeah. sucks. Honestly, like for me, a gauge, because that's happened a couple of times, yeah. is, is the forehead thermometer again because it's so easy to take their temperature. I just monitor it. And if their fever starts coming back, I'm like, yeah. okay, then they obviously need at least another gallon of ibuprofen. <laughs> and then I just shove it down I wonder their, how down far we are uh, uh, from, imagine now, okay, a uh, let's let's say there's going to be a partnership between the company Tile and <laughs> and Tylenol. Yeah. Which right right away there's there's Tylenol. Uh, what is tile, up with you and the dad pun thing? Tylenol. Today? Yeah, t- yeah, I get it. Yeah, right? Tylenol, yeah. That just came out of me because it's it's just so dad my brain is now wired as a dad to make puns. But anyway, uh-huh. bear with me on this one. They partner up and they create a tile that you attach to your kid's forehead 
It has to look cool so they'll actually wear it. With like a staple gun? <laughs> Definitely. I was thinking a nail gun for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe screw gun actually. Yeah. Just screw it right some, in. Something yeah, that's screws, dangerous. Screws stay in better. So right. <laughs> you want to get traction. Yeah. We're there's not talking, be, mechan- there's talking wood screws. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wood screws Definitely wood screws. Yeah. All right. You want to get those bevels. Yeah. And then you're able to not only monitor your the whereabouts of your child, but also <laughs> their their body temperature. So you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, put it under their armpit. Then it, you don't have to worry about them visually, you know, having no, a thing on the forehead. No, also do the forehead thing because that's <laughs> otherwise how are you going to get the brand recognition, right? That's true. That's if you're going to if you're going to become a real Tylenol user, then yeah. I think you need to realize that like you need you're a brand ambassador at that point. Okay, yeah, that's hashtag true. brand hashtag Tylenol hashtag Tylenol. <laughs> I don't know the that the kids necessarily want to be that ambassador. Well, they don't have control over. They it. don't because they're still under those little bitches can just deal bodies. with it. Yes. yes. So imagine though how useful that would be because then you would just always have a monitor on their on their head and you'd know when they have a fever. And, okay, you ready for this? Yeah. You put AI charge that thing, okay? Uh-huh. AI, machine learning. Yeah, I was waiting for that. And then it'll start to actually pick up signs pre-fever. Uh-huh. Because this, rea- this is real, what I'm talking about, in yeah. terms of maybe not the stapling it to their head or whatever. But, well, maybe. But the idea of having more sensors in things that we do, like I've heard the idea of on your steering wheel, a sensor, that would be an early detector of things like Parkinson's. And, you know, mm. like, because that little jitteriness, you know? So, like, there's there's data that we could be collecting in our day-to-day lives that actually could be used as a preventative or at least to get ahead of something that might be coming for us. Right. So uh, so there you go, Tylenol. I hope Tyl and Tylenol are listening to this. Well, they do. And we'll create that. And then maybe it can even be a delivery mechanism for the Tylenol, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe that could also be part of it. I don't I know. I feel like steering wheels are actually a ma- actually How that work? Wait a minute. The ty- um, okay, a so- delivery? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you've got it under their armpit, okay? And the forehead, just for brand. And the forehead, yeah. and it's going to it's gonna GPS locate your kid, and then, you know, you'll hit a button, it'll sing a song so you can find them if you lose them in a store right, or something. Right. Or it'll be like aliens. It'll, it'll be just like, have, you'll have on your phone the little oh, the motion an app that has, yeah. you know, the proximity sensor. Yeah, yeah. Right, and right. then there they are hiding behind the closet or whatever. Encased in resin. Exactly. In yeah. <laughs> exactly. How did that hive get in the Target store? <laughs> what the fuck, James Cameron? Oh, man. Yeah. Something's weird it's going on in the Target stores with those registers. I don't know if you're about that one. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so so yeah, you'd find your kids, and then you would know their temperature at all times, and then it would actually tell you when they're about to get a fever uh-huh. because it'll have that AI machine learning in there. Right. Uh, and then it'll be a delivery mechanism because you've already screwed it into their body with into, wood screws. <laughs> with wood screws yeah. that have little that are actually hollow. Oh, that's, they go that's right the into, delivery. They okay. go right into artery. In which you can just you know just inject it right in. There's not an artery there, but I'll go with it. <laughs> Well, you know, you could yeah, also. Uh, you probably don't want to inject. <laughs> you know, you don't want to put medicine in an artery. No, you. But don't. you know, but like you could. Uh, oh, how about this? Like drill, so they could be a port, right? Yeah, you could a put port. it like on, sure. on like the like you know a feeding tube where, where that would go. Yeah. So it's a, always an open vessel that's for medicine, too. right? Yeah. So that way, yeah. like, so we'll screw it in with wood screws just because that's part of the brand. <laughs> And then we'll the just we'll put a hose into it. And then yeah. when they need medicine, it'll be like those beer can helmets, you know, where they like walk with it on their hands all the time. <laughs> oh and then God. when they need medicine, it just opens up a spigot into the Tylenol yeah. and the aspirin comes out at the same time and they explode and their lives are terrible. <laughs> that's that's how the story for, ends. You might as well just add a sensor into their throat to detect strep throat early. Yep. Um, and then I don't know what other... Well, we should replace their limbs with biofeedback, with like cyber. But then no more fucking trips to the doctor. Yeah, you know, immediately as soon as strep is found, they will get the antibiotic delivered to them instantaneously. Be electrocuted at three thousand volts, and the next day they'll be good for (laughs) decades. 
and the next day they'll be good for daycare. Yes, and then also get a jetpack. I think we're on to something. I, I think, think that's probably got some issues with it, but I'll have the people on floor 3042 get on, I think, uh, get on track. I think it's a proof of concept that is only a few versions away from reality. It's basically, it's basically production ready. Yeah. I mean, we got to build it, but, you know. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. No, I'm saying steering wheels, I feel like, so with all of, for one thing, it's crazy that we don't that we're not already all doing autonomous cars on the highway. I think that's I something that like the technology is there. We need to get over our shit and just do it. And I'm yeah. a, I am the biggest car person I talk to on a regular basis, and I am 100 percent on board with that. Right? <laughs> like I think it, I, I I don't derive any enjoyment from driving two and a half hours to visit my family every weekend or every other weekend. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they don't like the drive to us either. You know. Right. And just like to get on the highway. To be safe, to be shuttled in luxury, and also not to have to worry about like sometimes I'm thinking I'm like, you know, I spent enough of my life driving that there's like a statistically good chance that at some point if I have like a some sort of a weird freak health issue pop up, yep. I'll be driving a car while it happens, right? Right. I mean, because we're driving for like you know I don't know 15 percent of our total awake time on Earth. Yeah. And like shit happens to people like transient like you know people pass out people get like low blood sugar or something you know right. and you see these videos of people driving and then and then like there's this dash cam video of a guy driving a mustang that it's like crazy he, and it's like from behind his head because he has it m- mounted back there mm-hmm. for some reason he was like because he's a youtuber and he was like making videos of driving across the country oh okay and he just passed out in the middle of driving and the car just went into a field and was just Holy driving shit. around in a field and then he woke up before it hit anything but like luckily he was in a farm area because yeah. otherwise you know well, we're in a farm area, too. All those deer now, are like, what the fuck's that yeah, guy They're like, doing? that's a weird car. Yeah. But I'm thinking, you know, wouldn't it be Shit. great to have, like, a heart rate monitor? Here's I another mean, thing to worry about. We, we have heart rate monitors in every piece of exercise equipment. I have it on my watch right now. Why not yeah. put that in the steering wheel? And if they, if it detects, like, a noticeable drop in blood pressure or something, or, you know, or heart you rate, then, like, send some sort of biofeedback, right? We're getting there. I think we're. I think what's happening is we're starting a company on this podcast today. I think it could be happening. Wood Screws Incorporated, and it eventually will all lead up to using all of that data that we get from all these apps that we're building and these this technology and to weaponizing it. Figure out how to levitate. Okay, that too. Yeah. Okay. Good. So weapons and levitation. Yeah. I think we solved that a could lot. Be the name today. of our company. Weapons. Weapons and levitation. <laughs> w and L by Wood Screws Incorporated. Yeah. L and W. L W. Maybe. Yeah, that works. That works great. Yeah. Sure. So how was your Father's Day? Oh, it was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, were, you, were you recovered by then? I was thankfully recovered by then, but the weather then was shitty, so that sucked. Because like yeah, the Saturday day that I was so sick, nice. it oh, was beautiful. God. Yeah, um, and I, we recovered the second half of Saturday too. We were able to go out for ice cream, which was nice. That's good. Um, and actually, that was a lot of fun because we, we went got to ice Richardson's cream on Saturday farm, night too. Oh, nice. And uh, they have they have uh, a couple of uh, what are they called horses, and then a bunch of cows in the back that you can go and like it's a little petting thing. And okay. uh, and so that was awesome because, you know, we had gone to the zoo the week prior and that always is a shit show. Just like you go into it. This is like so much of parenting where you have this fantasy version of what that will be like right. taking, you know, and, and I knew Luke is at an age now where he just loves animals. And so I was so excited for the zoo and uh, and I knew that they were going to have the good animals, you know, relative to what they normally have in the off season. Right. Um, so they had giraffe and zebra and stuff that, you know, it's pretty cool. In the off season, it's just like squirrels. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's just hundreds of Native squirrels. Native squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the kids are like, this over. is great. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but even with all that, like, there were some moments where, you know, the kids enjoyed the zoo. But, was the jaguar But mostly there? it was that they wanted to do, uh, that one doesn't, does that one have a jaguar? Yeah, it does. The Franklin? Yeah, 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 usually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw a, uh... Oh, no, leopard. I'm thinking Stone. Yeah, you're thinking Stone. Stone, stone okay, has right. a jaguar. They okay, have, right, they right. do have a tiger and a lion. 
But the thing is, not the, interested. The animals are always fucking sleeping. The jaguars. Better. Let's be honest. I mean, every time you go That's to the true. zoo, the animals are sleeping. Yeah, or I they're don't blame like them. hiding somewhere, right? Um, <laughs> Living in terror. <laughs> yeah, that's what has true. happened to my life? Are you right not now? entertained? Yeah, right. Um, so, so that was fine. But the thing they enjoyed most when we went to the zoo was just like the playground and what was the other thing? Oh yeah, carousel. Okay, fucking horse. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. so it was fine. They still enjoyed a few moments of the animals. But then at 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 uh, the ice cream stand where we, you know, all we had to do was pay for the ice cream. They, uh, they of course, they loved just watching the cows and the horse. And Luke is, for some reason, obsessed with horses. Like, he has this whole, it used to be Grace's big book of, like, Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. It's like a wicked thick book that has tons of stories from different Disney movies. And he just finds all the horses in the book. Because <laughs> it, it turns out there's, like, horses in so many of them. There are a lot of horses so in Like, yeah. you don't think about it, right? right. But, and, of course, his favorite is Snow White because there's seven fucking horses. Yeah, you know, right. Or eight, I guess, because Snow White has one, too. Right. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was great going there. That was that was a lot of fun. And then for Father's Day, we did some brunch with uh, some friends, and then uh, later on went shopping a little bit and for some uh, burgers. So it was good. How nice, was nice. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Sa- sa- so Saturday, which was not Father's Day, but I'll already digress from that. Was I just already started. Wonderful. That, so. I feel like like the what the weather was good. I did not have a migraine. That's that's good. Rub um, it in. And I just like woke up and I was like, man, this is gonna be this is gonna be a good. I got a lot of music done early in the morning. Did you say this is gonna be the best day ever? I did. Little animated birds landed uh-huh. on me. An animated horse did too, just because it was a Disney movie. In my wow, head. my steed. That hurt. Yeah, that was not not the oh, flying horses or no, nothing to fuck around with. That's true. Pegasus. Um, so uh, it was just like one of those great days, and uh, and Micah and her uh, mother got to go to a Luis Miguel concert, which was really great because mm. um, her her mother, who had pretty recently my my wife's grandmother, who had pretty recently passed away, was a big fan of Luis Miguel, mm. and so they kind of went in her memory to the concert at the Garden, which was great and a great girls' night. But it also meant that I had like this whole second half of the day with the boys, and I was I went into it thinking, okay, I'm going to really double down on getting them both to sleep for a long time earlier on in the day. Yeah. Because Jude Jude needs to nap. He just yeah. doesn't because he's just not in that. But but he's just like always, he just becomes like a total monster for like oh. a half hour in the afternoon yeah. when he gets home yeah. from school. And I'm like, that's, that is when he should be napping. Yep. Right. So I've been Does trying to convince school? him. No, no, nap? no, no. He doesn't? Okay. But and that's he goes common. to school for like eight hours, you know, and by the time he gets home, right. he's exhausted. I don't blame him. Yeah. Right. With Grace, though, it was like at three years old, or no, at two years old, she would just do it at daycare and not at home. And I always wonder, like, did we give up too fast on the day at home naps? Because mm-hmm. ever since then, she just doesn't at home. But she right. still does at daycare. Which I think I'm they like, just go through phases. Yeah, you know? I guess so. Just like, I mean, there's days when I should nap and I don't, you right. know. But you're still, you but, think there's still, yeah, there's an opportunity for you to to get him to take naps again. Yeah, even just for, t- I mean, we've been do- the last couple of weeks we've been doing it for 10 minutes, yeah. you know, where I'm like, yeah. like, hey, I'll tell you what, let's both lay on the couch for 10 minutes. Uh-huh. And then he always falls asleep because he is actually he does. tired. Wow, oh, yeah. okay. So and then I wake really him up 10 minutes tired. later and he's like, and he's like totally 100% recharged. It's yeah. just like he has to kind of reset. Right. So I was like, well, I'm going to get Henry down, you know, pretty early. I'm going to get Jude to like take a real nap with me on the couch. So we read, he fell asleep. It was, and then I wrote more music, so I got some time to myself, which was mm-hmm. nice again too. While they were both asleep, and then I was like, "Okay, the rest of the night now, I know they're both recharged." Yep. And I am not going to make a big deal about food. I'm just—I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not even going to think about that. Like it is. It is. It's food. the weekend. We're not even going to fucking touch it. <laughs> going to get some wood screws. It's just like I was like, no matter what happens tonight, I'm not going to make food a big thing. And we're yeah. going to have fun, and we're going to go. But, but, you know, so we went out for Mexican food. Of course, the first thing I did was go out for food, and. um <laughs> And like didn't stress about it at all, and they ate tons of shit. Like Jude had a taco with me, he had oh, rice and beans. Great. Henry had his chicken. So and it was satisfying, fine. isn't it, when your kids just eat all their food? Yeah, and it was. <laughs> and I, but I wasn't even. I wasn't even like, talking about it. Right. You know? Like we we well, brought like, stuff to color. Was no coincidence, right? Yeah. 
And then we went out for ice cream. And it was just like, just one of those nights where I was like, and there was like no fighting. Everybody was good. We got to read a lot at night. Magic. Um, it was just great. And then um, Sunday, of course, was was rainy <laughs> as fuck. But it didn't matter because we got to see King of the Monsters uh, for the third time, which was amazing. Is it good? Oh, yeah. I fucking love that movie. I haven't movie. seen it. Yeah. yeah. You should. Yeah. See, it's, it's a movie that you need to see in theaters if you're going to see it. I know. It. Get, that's true. Just an IMAX. Just go alone. Yeah. Seriously, go, go to a nighttime show. It's fun. Just do it. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just I go love right now. This week work. Just do it. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Right. <laughs> Um, but that was that was so fun. And we got to play with all the Godzilla toys, and we brought them, and then uh, had like awesome. a nice night and had some cake, and it was it was good. Good. Yeah. So speaking of food, speaking of food, here we go. We're King gonna do of the monsters. This is almost like food part two because we talked about how we get our kids to eat, and of course we've actually come back to that topic a few times since mm-hmm. then. Um, but yeah, I think after we ta- had that talk about working out and how we find time to do that, it's worth talking about the other part maybe even the more important part of how you manage your energy and that is with your food choices right yeah at least that's something i've come to appreciate much more i like i definitely feel like i went from a i mean i've always been uh as i've talked about in the show before uh i lived you live to i live to eat and only to live um and then all the other people apparently live to (laughs) to to live Yeah, yeah exactly um, but uh, you know, whereas before it was much more like I'll eat anything I want, you know, and just in, in indulge. Um, and then, and then as you become a, an adult, there's this weird thing where you're like, Oh, I, I can buy my own food. I could just mm. buy whatever. I could just buy Doritos and eat that all the time, you know, which I think is why everybody gets fat in college a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the freshman 15 is like a complete real thing. Cause you don't have somebody making those choices for you. Right. right? Yeah. And then. As you grow older, you start to, you know, hopefully get to a phase where you're like, oh, yeah, this actually has implications on my energy level and, of course, your your weight and how you look and how you feel. Yeah. Um, and it's like that's obvious, but at least for me, I do feel like that was more of a journey from just become, being totally um, oblivious to that and not caring um, to, you know, being an adult and feeling like, all right, I should probably pay more attention. And then a parent where it's like, now I really, not only do I have to pay attention, but I have to model this, you know, and even stuff I don't necessarily like, I have to at least put on my plate <laughs> um, because, you know, my kids are watching and then I'll just chuck the carrots after. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And punch the kids so they forget about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Why is daddy always coughing into his napkin? <laughs> <laughs> he's very sick Or it's you. like, you remember the Chris Farley routine where he's like hacking up a chicken? Um, did you ever SNL with Chris Farley? Yeah, well, the only, the only like Chris Farley SNL were, sketch the bears. with food that I'm thinking of. The bears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Chicago fans. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of when he's like, lay off me, I'm yeah. starving. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a great one where he's like, you know, he just starts hacking away. He's like, you all right, Bob? You all right there, bud? And he's just hacking away, and a whole chicken comes <laughs> the out of chicken. <laughs> and of course, you know, it's just coming from under his shirt or right. whatever. But it's hilarious just the way they do it. I mean, that guy, I miss him. Yeah. But anyway, he was very funny. So, what did your evolution look like? I mean, does that resonate with you, or were you always just like, oh yeah? Well, I, I think I, there's some there's some healthy. kind of universal things here. No, uh, <laughs> not even close. I, I feel like a lot of us kind of get by as young people because we have this idea that like it's really just caloric that like we just need to yes. like, eat because we're yes. growing so much and our metabolism is so fast and and that's why like a lot of the time when people kind of l- stop puberty, yeah. Um, it's like they put weight on and also just college and, and having to make your own food decisions and things like that. But it's, it's interesting that nutrition isn't more like a staple of education 
growing up. Right. You know? It's weird that financial it management and nutrition, I don't know. I, I feel like we touched on it at some point in high school. Yeah. But like that should be really kind of baked into education. I would because hope now though, now, now, like even as young like as our elementary Michelle school. Michelle Obama or something and, like yeah. that because that was a big thing for her. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because mm-hmm. uh, we, I mean, we, we're really in an epidemic, in, uh, oh, especially yeah. with sugar, but with food in general in this, yeah. in this in this world, but in this country, it's crazy, like the amount of obesity and, and shit. Totally. And um. And it's and it's really hard if you're not being intentful to to fall victim to it, you know. It's true. Um, for me, like my my kind of food journey, I, when Micah got pregnant the first time, I kind of ate with her like everything that she was eating because because yeah. she, she had such like a kind of weird appetite, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I put a lot of weight on by doing that, and I didn't really like I didn't really have like the mechanism to get it off because I I was so busy, you know. Yeah. And it took me analyzing what I was eating to be able to lose the weight again, and that mm-hmm. was something that was hard because it's not it's again it's like not calories it's it's about well, partly it's about the time of day that you're eating because you because you're squeezing meals in like late at night, then you're not going to burn it off again, you know, because it's going to sit with you. Yeah, for the, for yeah. Eating. But also, it's about like rounding out your diet. Something mm-hmm. that's great for me is um on uh on Apple, like if you're putting your food into like some kind of a tracker app. Yeah, I've never done that with functionality. Yeah, it will, like it will like actually take a look at what you're actually eating in terms of nutrients. And then and does it give you benefit. like tips and stuff? Uh. Yeah, I th- I, th- I haven't used the tips. I just basically just look at it. I'm okay. like, oh my god, I'm having three times the amount of sodium. Just the, I should have. Yeah, Things there like is that, something. Right? It's just like you know, they say just like look at the ingredients. You know, there's simple yeah. things you can do that just make you more aware. And just by doing that, it does feel like, like you make better like, choices. Yeah, that's like the battle. Yeah, just being aware of what you're fucking putting in your body. Yeah, um, and especially like if, I think for me, part of it was uh, my energy mechanism was too food derived for a long time mm. like when i when i would get tired i could i could basically just eat and get energy from that and yep. that would help me to like stay up later or like keep going in the middle of the day yep and trying to transition away from that yeah it was was like a big adjustment for me but it was healthy in the long run yeah um so yeah, what did you do to replace that though? it's tough uh exercise more yeah because you know? that's really it right i mean maybe there are other ways too to re-energize but it feels like those are two primary it's like you can you can eat more mm-hmm. you know and depending on what you eat that's might be healthy option or it might not be um of course there's also i guess this is sort of the eating thing but also a little bit of a drug <laughs> and that's caffeine or you right. know energy right. drinks or whatever um, or there's actually like working out or doing something active and that'll give you the boost. Yeah. Well, cause I noticed that I was very dependent on those things to kind of make it through a day. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like getting like, like you have like two Red Bulls a day, you know? Yeah. And this is like not, you're not supposed to, that's your base level of functioning shouldn't be dependent on that. It's cause like, right. you know, your blood sugar is spiking all up and down all over the place and you know what your body's doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a, a big thing for me was. I only really have one specific thing for breakfast every single day, mm-hmm. and that's Belvita. Mm-hmm. Where the fun happens, <laughs> sponsored by Stamps.com. No, but they're, I brought up on, on the show before, they're yeah. you know these uh, breakfast biscuits, right? Yes, and, yes, and I've had them. They taste delicious. They're good, right? Mm-hmm. And they're sustainable energy, and it's something that we can like budget for because we all kind of like having them for breakfast. But yeah. like I always have the same like glycemic response in the morning now, so like my body is starting off using energy well. Yep. And then I know that I don't really need to eat again until lunchtime. What's in those? Are they actually good? Yeah, they're no, they're great for you. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of protein. It's, I, I just it's don't like know whole, anything really grains. about them. Yeah. It's just it's just like a whole grain protein infused biscuit. You know, it's just biscuits, <laughs> biscuits. Uh, so Tim and uh, for me that just really works. I, I think um, also this idea that if you don't. That like that you do have a finite ability to process energy yes. in your body, even mm-hmm. if you're exercising a shitload, right? Yeah. So like you have to be thinking about it as an input output. Yeah. And like the amount of stuff you're putting in has to be balanced by the way that you're expending energy putting yeah. it out. And, and it's it's like so easy to 
you know, intellectualize that. But until you kind of get in the rhythm of thinking about it, it's kind of hard. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying to think. So some of the big ahas for me, aha moments, as I've been on this food journey, we'll say, is that, uh, you know, again, as I became an adult and, and you know, I mean, of course, uh, meeting Bethany and then immediately I feel like that put me on a healthier track just because she was generally better as a human being. Morbidly obese. Oh, I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> the opposite just, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's, you know, was already, uh, I, I, if anything, I think initially when we met, I brought her in on my terrible eating habits. I remember mm-hmm. some nights, you know, and this is when we were like 18 years old, um, where I'd ha- we'd have just like a bag of Doritos and a thing of Coke. Uh, that mean, That's Coca-Cola, not, you know, Coke. <laughs> a, ba- a bag of Coke. <laughs> Lines of Coke. And a yeah. bag of Doritos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's it. Um, and, and man, there's something, I mean, it's even in my memory right now, that sounds delicious, but mm-hmm. uh, I know I would feel absolutely disgusting if I did that now. Um, and so I think, though, moving away from that, one of the big aha moments for me was learning that fat isn't bad. Mm-hmm. And the, there's a lot out there now. And, and there's actually some really good documentaries on Netflix about food. And Michael Poland, um, that's his name, right? Po- Poland. There's no Poland. D on the end of it. That's right. Yes, <laughs> thank you. I knew nation, I was saying something the wrong. Of yeah, Poland. Poland. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Poland uh, has is, has been really useful. There's there's a couple that he's done on Netflix. I'm blanking on the names. Um and some that have just made me appreciate food more, like generally, I think Cooked was one of them that was mm-hmm. really good. But anyway, um, the idea that fat is bad is just like has been something that in particular came about, you know, while when we were younger um, and earlier than that, I think it was around the 70s when some research came out about this, about fat and the relationship between fat and like heart disease and all this other stuff. And immediately all these companies developed low fat stuff, right, for solutions for all of this. Um, and, and, and I guess, you know, I don't know, I don't recall exactly the ins and outs and why that, how that was debunked, but it's, it's very much, you know, oversimplified. And the reality is that, uh, what ended up happening is people end up eating a lot more of this low fat stuff or other stuff to feel, to feel full. Mm -hmm. And then it has led to really bad health outcomes. And there's like more chemicals and a lot of the stuff, um, or a lot of sugar. That's the big thing, right? A lot of the low fat stuff had a ton of sugar. And that has led to it's a major, you know, part of the whole obesity crisis right now. Right. And so, the, and then to get away from the sugar, people, you, people use artificial sweeteners and everything. Right. And so then the you end up thing. eating things that still feel like they're they're you know sweet, but they're but yeah. they're like full of all of this yeah. like stuff that's actually influencing and, your and physiology then, a lot. Right. right. And that led me to the sugar thing too, which is like fucking sugar is so addictive, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure in one of those documentaries, that to me is like the big one. Yeah, they seriously. probably said it was more addictive than heroin. I don't know if that's true. I've never done heroin. Um, but I have done a lot of sugar, and it, it is very addictive. <laughs> You've injected the sugar too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, to definitely. Clear. That's right, the only right way. Right Keep in mind, to... folks, that I came from a line of of candy and ice cream. I know, folks. Who you know? So I was the, the sugar was part of my of life. People. Sugar's in my blood. Yeah. Sugar's in my blood. Um, so anyway, so the hot moment of of knowing that fat isn't bad, and I, I distinctly remember this because when I started dating Bethany again, we we often um, she would buy skim milk. And that was not something I never, I never had. Growing up, I always had whole milk. Like that's just what my mom bought. And then I started having skim milk, and I was like, "This is disgusting." It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's like water. Yeah, that's dyed white. Yeah, which is disgusting. But it tastes worse than that. And it even. tastes yeah. worse than that. And I remember hating it. And so finally, we reached like a balance where I think we got to like two percent, and then maybe I worked down to one percent. And that's just like you know, when we were younger in our relationship, that's what we would have. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, the more we we learned about the, some of the research being debunked and the fact that fat isn't actually bad for you in and of itself, and in fact, there's a lot of good fats. Oh yeah, um, and so 
that was a big switch where we're like, all right, you know, we do we do whole milk. And also the thing that I go, my go to in the mornings that has lasted for many years now and I feel like is maybe similar to you. I feel like that morning thing is maybe a single source of me just feeling healthier and more energized now, mm-hmm. um, which is just, you know, I eat the whole uh, the it's um, Faye yogurt, Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only Greek yogurt you should really eat. Honestly, it's the best one. Big sponsor of the show. They love the um, show. Yeah, Faye whole, and uh, and now they call it five percent, which is helpful because it's less confusing than the whole. <laughs> like, have you so ever been confused by the? Well, I never have Greek yogurt, but no, does no, that I mean refer confused to the dairy by content? the. Yes, because okay. the whole one percent, two percent thing, and like that always confuses me. The I still can't fat? explain it to you. I don't know something like that. Okay, um, but this is five percent, so. <laughs> Um, Whatever that it's is, a yeah. full fat, so it's like is, high octane, right? And it it tastes way better, first of all, but also yeah. you fill up so much more, and that's the thing, right? And that's the thing. So it offsets right. any other like bad stuff you would. And be that's eating. why we get whole milk too, because yeah. the reality you're not supposed to be having milk all the time. I know you're not that's supposed to be drinking thing. it like water, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, supposed yeah. to be a treat. It's supposed to be like a yeah. very specific thing. And if you have something that's actually satisfying, right. and something that you feel like really full afterwards, yeah. and you feel excited about it, it's like nice. And then you stop. Yes. You're like, okay, I, I got it. Like, my brain can shut off now with that reflex. Yeah. Then you will get the nutritional benefit that is in that food, and you won't be craving more of it, right? Right, right. So, I mean, we've really embraced, you know, using butter and health. try use healthy oils like olive oil um, and not shy away from those things. The thing that, for me, and maybe later this will be debunked too, but it doesn't feel like it will, um, the thing I try to avoid is the sugar. And, and just, like, a couple things that have made it easier for me is translating the grams to... Um, teaspoons Mm -hmm. just so in the back of my mind when i read like 10 grams like what does that mean um you know i know that that's like two and a half teaspoons of sugar because it's a teaspoon is like four grams right and then i start to think well geez you know imagine just like eating two teaspoons of sugar like some things it's shocking 10 10 grams of sugar is like not a lot for a food no it really isn't pretty normal that's pretty normal right right. and then you see something like a can of soda you know which is like 45 or whatever And you start to realize, like, how much of that soda can would just be filled with sugar. It's right. disgusting. So, you know, the the sugar thing, it feels <laughs> like... See? There's this, like, this is chart that, like, went viral because everybody was, like, joking about how they were misinterpreting it. But it, it shows, like, a <laughs> bottle of Coke. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, how yeah, many yeah, donuts yeah, yeah, yeah. would be the equivalent of Oh, no, of I haven't seen the donuts like, one. I've seen it with sugar. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a, you know, a 16-ounce or whatever Coke uh, bottle. And then it shows that you could have, like, eight and a half donuts with the same... And so Holy everybody was shit. like, all this is telling me is to just eat more donuts. Like, <laughs> Honestly, it's so true. It is, yeah. Uh, but I mean, just as I've become more aware of that, I feel like I've decreased it. So I haven't like set, you know, a goal amount of sugar or something like that for myself. But I just, you know, I look more and that informs some of the stuff that I buy. And I'm like, a lot of times I'll look and I'm like shocked at how much sugar something has that I wouldn't think yeah. has it. Um, like, I feel like everything is 28 grams. I, I yeah. see 28 grams on <laughs> 28 every fucking grams. thing. I wanna, there must be something somewhere that says like 28 grams is like the maximum you can do without people calling attention to the oh, sugar content. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. It's a lot of things, like even in our cafe, like this morning, uh-huh. I went in there because I, I, I had gotten up early to do music and I kind of wanted like a snack, but I, I didn't want to like get something shitty. So I was looking at those little packages of crackers you can get. Yeah. And like they had 28 grams of sugar in this. I'm like, what Damn. the fuck? Yeah. I ate them anyway. Those are good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sugar does taste good. It does. Yeah. I mean, so that has been helpful for me. And then also just looking at, you know, people have often said this one, just the number of ingredients. Like, you know, that's another Michael Pollan thing. Like mm-hmm. basically just, you know, the when I see something that has a mile long list of ingredients and it's like bread, you know, it's something that should be fairly simple. Right. Um, that's usually a tip off. Like, all right, that's probably not going to feel great to eat. And then, you know, afterwards. So, I, I mean, I, you know, I feel like I'm on a soapbox about the sugar thing, but I, I try not to draw a hard line on it or be a hard liner about any of this stuff. Um, I just have found that just being more aware and trying to like eat real 
um, it has been good. And, and, you know, I don't know exactly what the source is, but since I have become a dad, I've weighed less than I pretty much ever have. Mm -hmm. Maybe back in high school when I was like, you know, I could eat anything. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, And I was 17 pounds. Um, but I think, uh, at least some of it probably is just being more consistent with like breakfast and not eating cereals and other stuff that has a ton of sugar. Oh yeah. And then, uh, eating real stuff, you know? Yeah. I I am, I am by far the healthiest I've been in my entire life. Yeah. And it's because I'm a dad. It's, it's like specifically because, and especially because when I first became a dad, I wasn't, I was, I was overwhelmed Mm. and eating like shit and not exercising and not getting enough sleep and and not trying very hard. I still don't really quite get enough sleep, but I do make time (laughs) to get more sleep now than I used to. Right. Like I very, like last night I, I very specifically was like, I have to go to bed by 11 because I have to get up at five to compose today. <laughs> and I got up by 5.30, so uh-huh. it wasn't that bad. All right. And that was six and a half hours. That was like, that's like okay for me. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and I did actually go to bed last night, um, you know, without kind of just like laying in bed, reading on my phone, waiting to get tired, which wouldn't happen, you know. Right. Um, and it's like the, in, the intention behind making decisions is something I never used to have. I never used to look at labels on food. Mm. I just never did. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I would look at like the carbohydrates if I was like trying Atkins or something, or I would yeah. look at just like the protein level if I was like trying to exercise. I-, I would never look at what was actually on the ingredients list and what the actual extended information was. Partly because sugar, you know, I-, I mean, because of the lobby for it has yeah. never been adequately represented on nutrition charts. You I never know. see, there's no recommended daily there's value. No, exactly, right? which is um, crazy. And a lot of the time they wouldn't, in the past there wouldn't even be the sugar content. It would be, it would be labeled as something random and then yeah. you have to kind of piece it together. Right. Whereas now like we have made strides as a country finally to be better about labeling these things. Right. And just that simple act of looking has really helped me a lot. Totally. And it's also meant that when we're making this decision about whether or not to go out to eat, it's not. It's no longer just a financial one, yeah, right? Yeah. It's no longer just. Oh, we shouldn't. We shouldn't splurge and go out. It's like if I go out to eat, I'm going to eat like shit. Like let's be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get a fucking one. You know, rhubarb stalk with some fucking <laughs> Brussels sprouts. I'm going to get like, a steak or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like that is an event. Just yep. like whole milk is an yeah. event, and it is something I have control <laughs> over. Event. It is right. <laughs> I have control over that. I am not just depending on it because I'm being lazy or something. I, I when it's time to go out, like we're gonna make a thing, we're gonna go have fun, we're gonna get nice, shitty, great food and Jello shots and Jello shots for the children, and then we're gonna come home and we're not gonna go out again for another couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and um, and exercise too, which we just talked about last week. But that, that's another thing to me where I just never really thought about it as a quantitative thing. I thought about it as like, oh, I just need to like exercise. But I was always doing sports. You know, I right. was always in high school and even in college, I was always on like you know intramural teams and and varsity and things in high school. I was always exercising just by virtue of being alive. Uh-huh. And as an adult, I just never transitioned into doing that until a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I can't wait around for somebody to like <laughs> show me how to do this. I have to just do it. That's right. And I have to do it for my kids because I want to live a long, healthy life with them. And I want them to know that like that they can too. I mean, my dad's father died of a heart attack really young. You mm-hmm. know, My mom's father died of a heart attack relatively young. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like something that like is very clearly in my family history. Yeah. And uh, and it makes me really genuinely proud. Like I was just, uh, I'm getting my wisdom teeth out on Monday. Yeah, I you to mentioned tell you about that. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. So we have to reschedule Monday. that recording. Oh, yeah, boy. actually on Friday of this week, so I might be out on Monday. That's my my thought process. <laughs> good luck. But um, but they were a car- they were commenting that like my cardiovascular things like looked really good, and I was like, yeah, they fucking do. I take care of myself, <laughs> you know. Yep. And it felt great, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. I mean, and I'm still, you know, still working through it. It's not like uh, I certainly. I could still make a lot better choices with my food. And in particular, the thing that I know I'm, I need to be better at 
but is so hard is just the idea that most of your diet is fruit and vegetable. Mm-hmm. Like ultimately, I think that is a basic like key of a good you know diet, a healthy diet. Is that you know like a majority of your diet is fruits and vegetables, and that's hard because I mean yeah. at least for me, because um, I fucking love dairy and carbs too much. Yeah, and and to do that you have to be kind of a vegetarian. Like I mean, to, to yeah. do that you have to be like sixty percent a vegetarian. You know, it feels like it. You you got to be committed to like you know meal preparing our own meals as you said. That's another big key to all of this, mm-hmm. and not eating out all the time, um, because you control your diet and. It's been definitely like we try to pay more attention to like, you know, not necessarily having the meal start with, um, all right, here's the meat I have. What should I build around that? Yeah, right. Here's my protein. Which is still typically what we do, but we at least try to get into a place where, you know, all right, how do I make sure there's always one or two vegetables with that? Mm -hmm. Ideally, you're building out more from there, but um, with kids especially, gee, it's just so hard to do because when you put all of that on a plate, naturally, just as I do- you know, they're going to gravitate towards the non-vegetable stuff. Like, yeah. that's just the way it is. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is there. I guess it's, you know, continually um, being creative with vegetables and, like, you know, there's lots of um, great things that I feel like I'm not doing with my vegetables that would make them more appetizing. Well, but... because part of the problem is is by being creative with vegetables, we're usually making them unhealthier. You know? Well, we're, that's we're, like, often true. A, a lot of, like, yeah. I was thinking, the last time I was, like, creative with vegetables was two weeks ago when I, I was trying to, I was getting them to eat, because they never eat celery. Yeah. And, and like, well, we always buy celery because Mike and I like it. Yeah. So I was, like, doing the dipping in peanut butter thing. I was like, oh, like, now, of course, like, they're going to eat it because it's covered in sugar now, you know? Yeah, yeah. But peanut butter, well, it depends but, what you're peanut butter you're getting but that's not bad that's not that's not terrible but but it's just the thing i struggle with as a person just myself and especially for the kids is like i don't find vegetables as a whole very appetizing without them them being aided no same exactly like i don't like the idea of just eating a brussels sprout i love the idea of pan searing a brussels sprout (laughs) in oil right and bacon (laughs) yeah yeah right exactly so I do eat vegetables a lot, yeah. But like, but it's usually a sort of a bastardized version of a vegetable. Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, I don't mean like French fries or tomato sauce and yeah, pizza. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. even when we do broccoli, like I love having broccoli with butter on it. Oh, you know? totally. But there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like yeah. again, the fat thing is. I, I feel like that's a myth that I'm going to keep harping on with other people too. And like, mm-hmm. that's just I feel like is is an important one. Um, and so adding healthy fats in particular, you know, oils and stuff like that, or olive oil and other ones that are healthy, right? I think is a good way of doing it. And, uh, and also I feel like it's better to eat more vegetables than not, you know, even if yeah, you no are adding what. other things, yeah, no dairy to the cheese, you know, whatever it takes. Um, I feel like that's an area where I just want to do better yeah. because I worry about the portion proportion of my kid's diet that isn't that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Fruit on the other hand is easier because at least, you know, that's sweet and they'll typically depending on what you give them. But so that. so the thing with fruit to me, yeah. and I say this is a huge, I'm a big fruit, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I you fucking are a fruit. love, I'm a fruitcake. I love fruit. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and, you know, everybody does. It's delicious. Yeah. But I feel like the shelf life is really it's limited hard. That's on tough, it. yeah. And so I feel like we, we like are constantly running out of it, partly because, it, like, what the fuck is with strawberries, for one thing? <laughs> like, what is up with, they go bad in like a day and a half. Raspberries right? are even worse. Yeah, what is with these berries? Yeah. And they go crazy. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before. They get all hairy and shit. It's terrifying. I know, I know it is. But even like, uh, you know, like we'll buy a, a bag of clementines and then like four days later, they'll be all like bruising. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Come on. You I know? know. But it's because we're trying to get organic th- Yeah, that's also so right. Like, you Refri- know. Refrigerating everything helps. You know, it does, something. but there's some things you're not supposed to refrigerate. Yeah. And then, you know. That's true. 
So like, uh, I, I guess it's 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 fine. I guess what it encourages is knowing what things you should be buying locally as opposed to the things you want to go to like the big box store to right, get, right? Because right, right. like we do that like once a month where yeah. we go and get like the big things for the month. But like it's it's nice to kind of like when I get off the train to run over to the grocery store and come home with stuff that I'm going to be, you know, using for food that week. It's true. Another thing I'll say briefly, um, which I know we've also I brought up in the past, is that it's uh, it's nice to go shopping as a family. Yeah. Because you all know what you have. And you're able to kind of forecast together to like keep track of what what is going on. So like right. Micah and I can like, you know, we can collaborate on what we want to like focus on for the next couple of weeks in terms of uh, buying stuff. And oh, totally. It. And but being it's intentional, it's so hard. And the other thing we tried doing and worked really well for a few weeks, and then for some reason we just fell out of the habit is uh, we have a little chalkboard that we use for like you know reminders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would put out like our actual meals, you know. So wouldn't even we wouldn't even necessarily plan what we're doing each day, we would just plan, all right, these are the five things that we're going to have this week, and we know we have all the stuff, we just bought it. Yeah. To, and that was so helpful because it just got us into the habit of putting a little more thought into them, and then you could actually say, all right, well, let's do these vegetables with that, and you know? And otherwise, it's always this crazy last-minute thing where you're like, all right, what do I have in the fridge? Yeah. What can I make in, you know, 20 minutes or whatever? So that's been help. was helpful. We should probably start doing that again. <laughs> But um, this idea well. of like not starting from a centerpiece where meat is kind of at yeah. the core of what you're making, that's something that I suck at. Like I, oh, I feel same. like a lot of the time if if it's not a protein that we're building it around, it's a carb because I do pasta like, yeah, all the time totally. at home, right? Because mm-hmm. pasta is great. It's it's versatile. You can use it. I mean, you could put broccoli on pasta and like have a really nice dish that's savory and like they'll eat vegetables without kind of thinking about it, you know? Right. But it's still like that's using a, a complex carbohydrate as like your starting point. Oh yeah. How do you do it where like you have uh, I don't know, what the fuck I go what, what do people even use like a radish like a <laughs> tofu block like I don't, I don't even what would that look like? I don't, I don't how know. do we get more of our food to be vegetables? And fruit without like just being vegetarian and making everything out of it. I don't know. I think I think for me, I want to find some good go-to in the same way that I feel like I have some good go-to meals that are around, you know, particular um, meat. I want to find that for vegetables. Mm. I, I feel like That's I'm, good I'm probably not going to get to a place where I uh, have many meatless meals just because... Well, I'm a bad person, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just That's true. I struggle with the protein part. I know vegetarians listening are going to be really annoyed by that because there's plenty of good options, but I really have I've had I've made some like really good vegetarian meals and I'm always like I need to eat a whole another meal right now. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I feel like I want to just get better at having a few that really good go-to vegetarian or vegetable um, options. I mean, grilling vegetables is another thing that I mm-hmm. discovered more recently that I do more often now that is helpful because it yeah. just gets me. It's easy and it's like they taste really good. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I need to put some more energy there just because like I know that that's the key to, you know, a better diet and feeling better and Oh, yeah. And when you eat more vegetables, you do feel better, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, you shit better, but also, like, you just feel in general more, uh, like, alert. You yeah, know? yeah. So maybe we should have a vegetarian come on and try to sell us on it. We could do that. Yeah, let's think about it. <laughs> that would be interesting, for sure. There's plenty be. of them around here. There's at least one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on floor 824. So, yeah, we'll, uh, I don't know what we're doing. We're going to eat more vegetables, I think we decided. Yeah. 
And uh, there was one other thing that I that you had mentioned earlier that I was going to pick up on, but I can't remember because I'm too hungry. Because we, we haven't eaten because all this I did is I ate a donut right me... before this. Yeah, John literally had a donut <laughs> on his desk, which I don't even I, that came from the front of the office. Yeah, there was just yeah. donuts there, and I just I, I grabbed. But one. But there's like, a, even right. after all of this conversation, if there's a donut left, I'm going to fucking eat right? that thing. Well, because so that's the other. I think maybe I'm that's what I was going to say. It's like I also, you know, I don't want to feel guilty when I eat ice cream or other things, and I also right. don't want my kids to feel that way. So, right. you know, I've had these conversations with grace at where we talk about like we're gonna go eat this it's not healthy so it's a special thing you know mm-hmm. like you said so we we try to like word it in that way where it's like yeah this isn't healthy um but it's a good thing you know it's something that we like to eat enjoy and yeah. we do it occasionally because and now she's actually she'll ask me you know like she was just asking me about uh we made banana nut muffins and she's like so is this healthy and I was like, well, it's healthier than some other, you know, desserts. It has words that are healthy yeah, in exactly, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, but we made it from scratch with, like, real bananas and everything. Yeah. Um, and, and so she's starting to get the sense that, like, all right, some of the stuff that we eat is is not healthy. And she knows that if I say something is healthy, she knows that gi- that gives her more license to just keep eating it, you know? Mm-hmm. So she loves, like, pistachios or, like, um, a fruit, a ton of fruit she loves. So, so she'll keep eating it. And it just, yeah. hopefully, I don't want to, like... I don't want to introduce like shame around food and right. not eating things because right. I mean I'm all, you know I just ate a donut, but I feel like it's all about the balance and, and that's just, something like, that, that I right. think a lot of us I, I know Mike and I struggle with that sometimes because because we yeah. we joke a lot after we go out to eat something we're like oh I feel like a fucking whale like you know I just feel like so fat oh I'm gross. And we say it jokingly, but also because we feel bad about having like splurged. Yeah. And then we try to remind each other. We're like, no, like we we wanted to do that. That was okay. It's okay to to just have fun and to not feel bad about it. Right. And I think it's about fostering this like healthy relationship. When you eat something that's not necessarily healthy, the shame that the shame reflex that you have should be something you can say, oh no, it's okay. I don't have to feel bad about it because I don't always eat this. That's right. right. Yeah. The shame if the, if you're feeling a shame reflex and you can't say that, then you have to change your life decisions. <laughs> if right. That's your daily if you're diet. feeling shameful because that's what you ate for the day, yeah. right? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. donuts, then like that's a different conversation. But right. if you know that you had three normal good meals and you had a donut and you'll make up for tomorrow by not doing that again, right? Right. Then like that's okay. Because yeah. your your body is a complex mechanism and part of that mechanism is more than just an input output. It's also mental and it's saying like oh, I so deserve true. a treat today. Yeah, totally. And I didn't really deserve one yesterday and I didn't have one yesterday because I was <laughs> doing shit and it was yeah. fine. Yeah. But like today, you know what? I like I, and I'm not saying this because I'm tired and I'm not saying this because I've been disciplining myself. I'm saying it because I'm just a human and there's a nice donut on the front desk and I I deserve a fucking oh, donut. Hell yeah. And I'm going to eat that. I deserve a donut. I'm going to eat it so hard. I'm going to fucking <laughs> destroy it. And then I'll like remember that. So later on tonight, when I'm hungry at eight thirty, I'm yeah. not going to go look for ice cream, right? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of do that. I give myself honestly probably once a day, even like something, you know, whether it's a piece of chocolate or whatever. I try yeah. to just like, and then like you said, like I'll know. All right, maybe tonight I won't eat, you know, a piece of cake or something. I don't know why I would. <laughs> the customary John <laughs> the late customary. night cake. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh, excuse me, Carvel. Could you deliver? <laughs> I need some cake. Oh man. All right. Well. Hopefully we got something useful out of that. Or uh, gave well, something I got useful. a fucking appetite. Let me yeah, tell you. I know, right? I'm yeah. so hungry. I can eat this microphone. All right, bye. Bye. bye.